0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Jesse Nyberg podcast. Uh, It's a special episode. We have Dan and Harry both back, but together. And this is also one year anniversary episode. So uh, 48 or something, I'm not sure what it's gonna be, but one year ago started this. So thank you everyone for watching and checking it out and looking forward to this one. So how are you guys doing? Doing all right? Yeah, man, I'm doing fantastically well.
1: How are you doing?
2: Yeah, here? yeah. But, um, that's, that's good to hear. Um likewise just um, had a lot of nice, a lot of nice jam pack stuff on. So yeah, how about you, Jesse?
0: Yeah, not bad. I mean, usually I try not to do much before these, so I'm nice and uh, mental, like whatever, smart. <laughs> I guess I'm not that smart. I can't think of the word, but <laughs> try not to burn myself out too much before these because I know I gotta talk a while and stuff. Um, You're feeling zen. Yeah, I'm trying, you know, it's cool. all we could do is try, you know, we can't always <laughs> guarantee that we're going to feel good, but we could try. Uh, what well, have you guys both kind of been up to this past week or even month? I haven't talked to you. Oh my God. Who, who wants to start? Harry, oh. do you want to go first?
1: Um, I, yeah, I don't mind. I mean, yeah, uh, up the top of my head, just
2: a lot of, um, a lot of nice and like, run the mill work. Nothing um, too strenuous. So, hey, I've had a nice like few pockets as you do of just, time but also really quite high turnaround cool things, yeah. you know, like um doing the the, the Rolling Stones flyer, like for the tattoo you yeah, cool. which is just came out of nowhere. Um, which is just amazing to have and um huge
3: climb.
2: Yeah, just for nice real? just nice nice little gems that i things off. And then just yeah, I've had a lot of a lot of time to think to myself, a lot of internal time that I put in my calendar. And um so it's kind of ebbs and flows as it usually does, where you have like a week chalk and then a couple of days maybe free, and then trying to use that time purposefully, you know, working on um, motion skills and doing more yeah. illustration-based stuff. So yeah,
3: yeah,
1: amazing,
0: nice, yeah, that that client is uh that's, that's, that's pretty dope crime. i mean you, i don't know who's really bigger than that in terms of that genre like i guess you could go back and work with like led zeppelin or something but that's kind of
3: what about you uh
0: mr dan
1: uh so last podcast that i did with you i spoke about um the album for north lane so mm. since then that's when it that's when I first got it. So, I've literally been grinding on that album. that has been announced this week. It's called Obsidian. Um, yeah, I've just been working on that. It's almost done now, and I've, without blowing my own trumpet, I've done so much fucking work. Yes. <laughs> um, if, if you know, when you look at normally like anybody that works in this in this industry, there's a team and right. um, that works and all this stuff because there's so many avenues that you've got to go across and I've done it all and I probably should have got some help because it's been there's been times where I've had to sleep on that sofa here because uh, I've just been working so late but it's almost done now and I'm yeah so proud of it it's uh, yeah life changing project really so I'm really what happy what is that
0: like the second or third one you've done for them fourth maybe yeah this people? is the third
1: one this is the third, third one but I mean if we're talking about artwork now i've done sing- all the three singles that will be coming out so it's a lot of a lot of different pieces of artwork coming up but yeah it ranges yeah. from artwork to animated artwork to spotify canvas stuff to vinyl cd uh instagram gifts that i was doing today like anything you oh, really? can think of i've had to do it but it's been i've not complained once because i've loved every minute which is on, very James rare too. right
0: it's very rare <laughs> yeah. that you enjoy
1: a project that much yeah, it's nice that
0: you uh, kind of seem to. They must like you, you know, and you really develop that relationship because yeah, man, that many different. things in a row is pretty good. Like you know, percentage of work they're giving you.
1: I feel blessed, and yeah, like like I said to you previously, I I looked. I, I've always looked up to this band, and now that I feel like I'm on a, a slightly, you know, it's like a friendship sort of thing. Like we we talk together so comfortably. Not like it's a client, you know, where you're really formal over yeah. email. So, um you know, pinching myself really that I've got myself into this position through working with them. So, yeah, I'm I'm feeling.
0: Yeah. That's always like bittersweet too. It can either be they're too comfortable that it's like they're hitting you up in the middle of the night or you're really comfortable and your friends and everything, you know, kind of moves seamlessly. (laughs) I remember you telling me you like said something like when you worked with Northlane, you could – I think oh, yeah. then you said like, like, now you, you're good, like you could, uh, kind of stop. Like if, <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything like that, Harry? Like, uh, any client that you have or will have, maybe will work with that you would think like, all right, I'm good. Like that was a, a big goal.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's such a nice feeling to have, isn't it, Dan? Like, um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think even my kind of nine-year-old self would look at this shit that I'm doing now and be like you get to like, you know, I remember you said, I used to draw like all these football kits when I was little and yeah. all these stuff. And even just to being able to even, you know, um, even to have like, you know, uh, calls with these people and email them, you know, like mm-hmm. I think Jared lito is pretty cool with like the, the 30 seconds to master. stuff. Um, and even yeah. getting like Ollie, Ollie Sykes, you know, just, a follow one day and suddenly you're doing about two or three job test collections and it just all happens. And sometimes it's yeah. very hard to process them when you, yeah. unless you stop. Um, so I completely get the, uh, the, the feeling you're in there where you're like, ah, oh, I feel like I've, you, you feel like you just could stop now and it would, all be good. And I think that's a, such a nice feeling to have like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like to, the, the sense that like, you could you could die now and be cool, you know. Done 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 a lot of great stuff, and I'm really proud to have done those. So, I'm very much in a similar boat where it's
3: like, mm. if anything part new part comes in, it nice feels progress. a little bit. Like, and um, people won't so, want to hear this because yeah. <laughs> somehow
1: people like looking at my Instagram. Part of me just wants to finish this North lane job, get it all out in the open, show it off, do an NFT series, sell it for stupid money, and just fuck off just never do anything ever again that's part of what i want to do to be honest and just go and yeah. see the world but that won't happen
0: yeah it's funny like the the people i see sometimes that ha- like have a. Uh, i guess properly created that su- that situation for themselves whether it be with crazy clients or nfts like every time i talk to someone about nfts like i'm like how does it feel to you know i look at the i look at the things and it's selling for hundreds of thousands of dollars and i'm like asking that how does that feel and they never like they always downplay it they're like yeah it's been pretty good like it's cool and i'm like how are you saying it's cool when you just sold something for six figures like i feel like you should be like freaking out right i mean i don't know it seems like so they're so like they're just like yeah another another now, day you know
3: mm, yeah
0: but i
2: think we'll it's see. good though I, I think that's it the amount of times people have done stuff for 50 quid and or 50 dollars yeah. and to see people you know kids as well like a lot of like at least the 3D arts and stuff that I know of and have discovered recently, you know, the, a lot of them are like not even adults yet
1: legally mm.
2: and to, to see them conquer and do so well is kind of nice and refreshing for once. Cause typically design and art is very inaccessible. It's very deep rooted and kind of just you either yeah. can get a Mac and that you are sorted, or you, you can't. And, right. um, it's kind of nice to see It's nice to see it happen. Cause you're like, damn, and it's even nice to see people almost change careers. You know, like last year, people had this breathing spot yeah. and they've now gone into scenes they probably typically wouldn't have done before. Um, but it's great. I mean, I think it's such a good thing. I think it's more the long-term, like the fact that people can sell like a, a JPEG for six minutes. Oh, that's a great thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a future. That's a good thing. Like that's a... It's a future. A, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of the downsides are the people that... Um, I guess are more in it, like as a, as an investor or as like a collector connoisseur. Like I think some of them may have good intentions and whatnot, but I also think some of them are creating, uh, are trying to make it inaccessible intentionally. Like they're kind of like, Oh, you don't gotta, you don't gotta punk. Like I'm not even going to talk to Mm. you or whatever. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But you get that with any community, don't you? Like I'm, I'd say I'm a pretty decent sneakerhead, and like, there's these shoes that I'll never be able to touch or get because of that. But there's also some shoes mm. that I've got that other people don't have. Um, yeah. and yeah, there's, you know, like I've got some, like we've got some Rick Owens on right now that most people would never be able to get, but
0: Ooh, I kind of just try and source some cam? secondhand
2: feet camp. Oh yeah. Feet <laughs> camp, that's right. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it comes with any kind of subculture community, really. But I think, yeah, you're right. There's it is a big jump, isn't it? There's it, it kind of goes from it's a regular, everyday artists and then you've got these crypto punk 10 million things there's a big jump or Mm -hmm. people stuff like it's a big jump um so Mm -hmm. i don't think we have quite got it yet but it's also fairly new isn't it yeah it's a fairly new in terms of it being a scene in the community and i think as time has shown with a lot of stuff like even with veganism and stuff you would have said five years ago it absolutely bangs as well
1: whereas today it's happened so bro yeah i I still want to to have it with (laughs) not an interview a YouTuber called Blue Van Man he's just the most basic like Jesse you probably understand this but Harry will basic like upcountry Yorkshire <laughs> like, you know like a like a builder anyway mm-hmm. he just reviews like random food and I and I watched one day he That's just bloody. uploaded I don't, I don't even know if I follow him but he'd reviewed the McPlant and he's normally quite critical of vegan food because he's that bloke that just loves meat anyway i i don't know how we're talking about mcdonald's but yeah (laughs) yeah the mcplant i was like it it can't be that good (laughs) yeah yeah. and then i order it and i was like oh my god i'm gonna have it every single time i'm not even vegan
0: Uh, (laughs) i think that might not be over here yet oh man it should in no time uh, McPlant tests its burger in eight select restaurants in the u.s beginning november 3rd only eight oh, restaurants so oh, i mean wow. maybe i have one in la then somewhere. Like, here's an
1: endorsement for it right now if, if mcdonald's yeah. want to sponsor me to endorse yeah. uh, the vegan burger McClant, please
0: and if they don't want to sponsor then we don't like it we don't like the, no, we'll no, 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 it we'll go to burger king and get the impossible whopper
1: yeah. i still haven't tried the impossible i really want to
0: i think it's crazy Come like yeah that's a perfect example like the technology and the culture and, like, the community is always there for all these things, but it just takes till the big companies see, like, oh, you can make money with this. Like, yeah. they've always been able to make an Impossible Burger for, like, probably 30 years mm. now, but until everyone, it's, like, a trend now to be vegan. Like, you even see, you got the KFC, like, vegan, like, chicken nuggets or whatever, like, that you would never same with the yeah with the McDonald's. You would never be able to tell someone that even probably five years ago that that would be a thing. It's <laughs>
1: exciting though. I think it's exciting. I I mean I always want to try vegan food all the time. Mm-hmm. You know if they're using something that, or they're making something that doesn't exploit an animal. So and it, it just fascinates me. Like every
0: time I try yeah. something, I'm like wow, that's that's incredible how you've made that. It's just yeah, it's good too. Like oh. even if you're not vegan, it's good that is good because there may be a point where everyone has to be vegan, you know? So like, it's good to know like, oh, at least they have some experience trying to figure it out and whatnot. Yeah. I always see, like you ever see in those like sci-fi movies where I feel like we'll get to a point where you just eat like a cube for like every different meal. (laughs) like It's like a meat flavored cube and
1: like a drink cube and whatever. When that day comes around, man, I'll be fucking long gone because I don't want to (laughs) eat, I like food too much. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be six feet under. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's that's funny yeah you'll be like that guy holding on to like a like a, a burger just hiding it in like yeah, a bunker.
1: will be it out be like don't touch my burger leave me alone
0: <laughs> yeah have you guys been working on any uh cool stuff like i guess personal like outside of client projects uh i have recently
1: i i've started I'm, i've got my instagram page right up how convenient um <laughs> i've been playing around with like basically a project that came in for this band in Thailand called Define Decay came in and their mood board was all 90s stuff. Um, yeah. 90s and like 2000s. And it was looking at like uh, Papa Post-modernism Roach. Postmodernism
0: kind of Yeah, stuff. Papa
1: Roach and like System of a Down and all those sort of things. And mm. that's what I grew up on. So I kind of went through like an archive of looking at old skate brands and logos and was like, okay, I'm actually going to start exploring this a bit more. I'm, You know, I'm known for, for doing textures, You know, design and stuff, but I thought, okay, I'll do something a little bit different here. And yeah, recently I've been exploring like printing stuff out and then like over there. I do spray painting and stuff. And then I take a photo of it. I scan it or you know, I take a photo, upload it. Then I print that uh-huh. out. And I've got like a little, um, like syringe that I put water in and like oil and, mm. um, like fairy liquid just to see the reaction of the ink and then mm. scan that in. and Then I take it into Photoshop. I do all these different things and I've seemed to have created this really strange style that I don't, I haven't seen anyone really do. um, and I did uh this stuff for Paris, their US rock band. Um, loved them for a long time and they dropped a song My Way and I just got inspired one day to be like, you know what, I'm gonna leave client work for a bit, just try mm-hmm. this and uploaded it. And that's led me on to now having a really good dialogue with the designer who um does all the Paris stuff
3: mm-hmm.
1: and now we, we're we, you know we're having voice notes together it's, it's incredible I'll try, let me shout him out a sec because he'll absolutely love this um, yeah I've been
0: loving the move in into analog like just I think I've been experimenting a lot myself and I think it's becoming I talked about this um with a few people I think it's becoming uh people are getting sick of seeing like everything looking similar with the Digital analog effects, like everything's feeling the same. So, like, I started printing out on this paper after I saw like OB's uh, um, reel, and like, this mm-hmm. shit's fucking dope. Like, even just scanning back it back in, it has a completely different look than the white paper because it doesn't pick oh, up sure, the, the background and shit. I'm gonna
1: shout him out right now. His, his name's Alex, and if you go on Instagram, it's at ves.ed. Okay, um, yeah, he's the the main designer for Paris, his work's insane. Um, but Yeah, that that's type you did so, was
3: cool
0: too.
1: Yeah, thanks man. Wait, for me or his work? Uh,
0: this is cool as well, but your defined a K-type specifically oh, I was really digging.
3: Yeah.
1: But yeah, his, that's what I really, you know, I wanted to talk about this anyway, but what I love about this space at the moment is everyone seems to be so well connected now. Like the fact that by uploading just a bit of personal work he'd already reached out to me before but it kind of pushed him to message Mm. me and then we were you know he was showing me stuff that he was working on um and you know that's so cool to see behind the scenes of like the upcoming album and now we're like voice notes we feel like i've got a good connection with him now and then you know when they tour next year he wants to meet up like that's so cool that i've made a friend out of doing (laughs) personal work Johnny. this it's actually bizarre i mean I've, I've become i've become friends with harry just through you showed me you showed me, t- you showed me t- <laughs> in, in the first dm i sent you where i was like how the fuck did you upload red without it being compressed and that's how you feel yeah. the friendship that's, yeah
0: i so, don't know how that he does it, yeah. it i think he has it in with instagram or something and every time he's about to post he says make sure not to mess up my red i still no, that's
2: it that's it. yeah yeah did i say i said i think what was it I'll tell everyone now all that is, I, I've, I do a cheeky thing where I'll, I do everything in 150 DPI, cause then mm. I can scale it up and down. Yeah. And then I just had this certain PNG setting that I've never not used. So I always open up the same document cause it just worked <laughs> once and that superstitious <laughs> me was like, we'll just use that same document mm-hmm. then. Yeah. And then just honestly, cause every time I just use smart objects and then it just goes boom, boom updates, all the reds are good
0: and
1: never home but i remember that you should sell sell that psd you should sell that psd as an nft yeah the red pack
0: yeah (laughs) man you would you would save everyone's life if you sold that psd but then (laughs) (laughs) what uh what about you like I, i know you've been doing a lot more i guess uh, a lot more like posts and stuff I've been seeing with your hmm. difference. You've had, a, it seems like you have a few different styles you've been experimenting with and you're on a rampage. Yeah. You're way.
2: going, <laughs> hard, I feel like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I weirdly just unlocked this, um, this kind of other gear. I, I, think I've said before, like I discovered this, um, kind of like. Uh, it's called the mystery school It's run by a guy called um, Bronx and, uh, just I don't know. It just unlocked me a bit. I think I had a lot of this, a lot of these barriers and hurdles and
3: Mm.
2: all of these things that were saying, I was like, oh yeah, that is it. And, um, a lot of them rung true and yeah, I know it's typical. I know it's such a, I feel like it's a dated thing, you know, like I still remember doing the, the daily posting thing, right? Like, and for me, that time was at 7am on the train in the morning when I had an agency job. Um, Yeah. I didn't know it then, but at the time I was creating this like this bubble, you know, like I knew every single day or the Monday to Friday I was on that train at seven oh three to like eight forty three when I could, when at uh, seven forty three when I had to get off. I had headphones on, I had to use trackpad to everything. Um and it was just this bubble and I didn't know I was creating what I was creating at the time. And now I've got a lot more control of my life. I've just done the same thing and um, because I'd argue all my best work was done on that train at seven AM in the morning because mm. I had to do it. I had no other time to do it. And that's the kind you of thing so I've Yeah. Yeah. With you're untouched, you know, like no emails in the morning, no phone in the morning. Um I get up at the same time every day, just, just smash it out, post it at eight thirty, and then my anxiety for the days got dropped, you know. Yeah. So um
0: yeah, because you've done your part.
1: Done it. So that's,
2: that's how almost I feel about like thing.
0: working out too a little bit. If
3: you get mm, it over really. with, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I would normally, I would, I would normally say, yeah, that's that's true. But somehow, I've created a culture here where 5 p.m. is the workout time. does not it? And we we do it every day. And normally, I'm like, yeah, like you that's when I crack up the morning. I don't know. I don't do it in
3: the
1: <laughs> yeah, if I don't do it in the morning, then I'll never do it. But somehow here, everyone bands together like a a weird patriarchal uh, movement because we're all males yeah. here and we all work out and the testosterone is like
0: it's like yeah. a haze. And then you ride off on your fucking motorbikes into the sunset or <laughs> what? Yeah I ride <laughs>
1: off on my motorbike and I'm aggressive to drive yeah. no I'm not I'm a, I'm a, I'm
0: a, I'm a joy. Um oh. uh, I feel like Harry before you kind of got back into the swing of posting off and you were kind of on a little break almost for lack of a better word mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was. I, I don't know. It was a lot of things that coincided. It was a lot of like personal life that's kind of changed for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then I think I didn't know how to wrestle with being a freelancer. I still don't. Um, I still think I'm very fortunate to be able to not ask for things. They just come in and that break was this period of, I guess, not knowing what to do. and. uh, not knowing where what my core things are. Like, you know, yes, the red thing's a bit of a gimmick, but like, is that seriously my thing? Or is it the subject matter? Is it all the imagery, um, the tone? Um, or is it the format? And so part of it was just seeing how other you kind of when you take your head out of your own life a bit, you notice you obviously notice and soak in other people and you go, oh that's kind of I like how they do that. So like um Caroline for example, I loved how she always put the typeface is used on the post. Mm. I was like, why am I doing that? But then why do not I then take it another step further? And if I'm using a photographer's image, say whose it is. And then when I've done my own illustration, people know, right. and just completely credit everything. And that became a thing. cause I took the, like you said, I took the brakes, I put the brakes on, um, and that was it. It just allowed me to kind of like how last year did for a lot of people. It allowed it gave people this sense of, why am I still doing this? Or what aren't I doing? Right. And so that can be valuable if you're still, you know, not struggling or um, are able to just implement that. And I feel like I'm one of those fortunate people that were able to. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right.
1: What made you get out of
0: that hole there?
2: It, it was just, oh, I don't want to plug another podcast, but yeah, it was literally the, yeah. the Make Art No Content podcast. Like it, it's it really cool. was. Um, it's
0: I'll, I'll allow it. It's a good one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, just everything rang true um it just it gave me it, it it's kind of like how therapy works I don't know if you've been lucky enough to have been to therapy but um they they kind of pose they don't you don't they ask you questions but they essentially you still say the answer yourself mm. and that's what i felt this these kind of words were saying to me i was like oh yeah it, it they were just posing different It was making you know mirrors towards me and i was like oh yeah that's That's the one I want. I'm choosing um, this. And um, yeah, it was a very much awakening, like you said. Um, And yeah, like I think someone commented today, they're like, how are you smashing out all this? And I said, oh, I, I, I used to do this and I didn't know Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing it intentionally. I didn't know at the time that posting every day for about six months was going to get me to where I am now, but it did. And I'd like to think that this has then a secondary effect, maybe a year later where, my work has been pushed a bit more. Um, and it's just like you were saying before, like Jesse, when you were saying like, um, you know, done's better than perfect. Right. Like mm-hmm. I used to get into this, such a rut of, there has to be this little Easter egg here and that, that word has to be in wingdings to say something. And, uh, this also needs to be a reference to like a Star Wars quote, like, no, yeah. just need to get it in done post at eight 30. And honestly, there's loads of mistakes. Most people won't even notice
0: and your there's concepts so are like always like so deep and like thought provoking. <laughs> like, I feel like if you try to do all of it, you're never gonna, you're never going to get this stuff out.
2: No, that's it. Overthinking isn't it? I think we all suffer from this element of what if, but we then don't just do, you know, like mm-hmm. you better off spending 10 minutes on it and then you've already started 10 minutes. Then, overthinking and like this thing's the biggest distraction of course so yeah.
0: yeah was that your phone i couldn't even see i do feel like the, <laughs> okay no I think that was a phone yeah. Oh, no, yeah yeah sorry that was sorry. a sorry. graphics card sorry. or
3: something
1: yeah yeah i do feel like um i can I, I can definitely relate to harry there and i went through a similar thing and i think i'm still only mm. just coming out of it with mm. instagram or social media in general i think many Instagram and Twitter that have like plagued with my you know yeah. my mental health. But this grind culture, I think I may have mentioned it on the previous one, but the, the grind culture has just like given me so much anxiety. And I don't know you know, oh look Dan, you've got all these clones and you know you've got a big following that's loyal and stuff. But at the same time, like when you see people posting every day and like doing these NFTs and making stupid life-changing money and you're sitting here like fuck like i haven't posted in so long and then your following goes down because people are so impatient i think i did a tweet about it it was like i can't remember what i said but it was along the lines of like these people are gonna be fucking stupid when they realize that i've privately i've been working really hard i just don't have to upload it straight away i'm gonna drop a load of stuff but there's this like this culture now where people are so impatient and that they want mm-hmm. stuff now. And I got loads of DMs from people being like, where are you? Why aren't you not working <laughs> where are you?"
0: And it's a funny question. I'm,
1: <laughs> I like going through some like life-changing stuff. Yeah. This year has been so life-changing for me to the point where I had to just focus on me and just put that aside. Because if I didn't do that, I don't, and I hate to be, you know, negative and put any bad vibes in here but slightly suicidal yeah and my parents if they're watching this i probably think they don't want to hear that but that's what happens right when you work in this industry and you gotta rely on yourself and you're a freelancer and you pay for everything and you pay for a studio Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and you you pay for a flat in a really expensive city and clients then come to you and they have a shit budget (laughs)
3: like
1: all these things like go on top of you and then you have to explain to them like no, I need this to live. Like, mm-hmm. I'm doing you yeah. a favor here. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Everything's yeah, not positive
1: too, you. so don't, no. don't worry about. No. It's life, that's yeah. The, that's the thing with Instagram. It, uh, it puts up a, a perception that everything is fine for yeah. someone when in fact, you know, I, you could look at my page and be like, oh, he looks really happy creating all this nice artwork. But in fact, there's been times where I've been like, what's the fucking point? I remember Harry, You have been in a similar position and I don't want to throw you on the bus with this, but Uh I remember you putting an Instagram post out, a story where you spoke about like suicidal feelings and Mm. that really upset me because I was like, my mate is struggling. I had no idea. And yeah, that's like what this app and having a following can do to you. And I think it's really important to talk about that because all these people being like, I want to be a designer, I want to be an artist, NFTs and stuff. And like, you don't actually realize when you look at people that are deemed successful like us, what's actually going on. And, mm-hmm. you know, me and Harry can relate and we've spoken about our mental health that we've both been in that position of feeling like there's really no route out. And I think it's so important. I, I Next year anyway, I, I really want to be able to not be an ambassador, because that's a little bit of a weird title, but I wanted mm. to talk about it more. Because sure. I think it's so important for people to actually realize it's not all JPEGs and MP4s and nice 3D mm. renders that we do, you know, and I go home and I have a nice time. There's a lot yeah. going on in here because of this app.
3: Um,
0: yeah. No, yeah really I, I think... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, um,
2: there was, I think... Um, uh, Alicia uh, Malbido's who's been on before and uh, her stance on like having those kind of clubs and things and just making it less of a taboo thing, right? Like, Mm -hmm. because I shouldn't, it shouldn't take a story from one of us to be like, Oh, they're a living, breathing human who has bills to pay. They're not just this icon on the internet. Right. And, um, I think the, the main pressure I, I I definitely relate to, and I think it probably plagues all of us is always the financial stability. I think that's such a, it's such an overlooked thing, but it crops up so many times because if I do, I I feel like a lot of it you can deal with the timings and maybe the short notices and the cool, you know, maybe the the projects that are like uh, maybe really intense, but the main thing is, is that level of you're not treated like it's a, it's a profession still. Um, I think you touched it before, Demo. it's like people don't, almost don't take you seriously. You know? you're like, you don't need to pay you or the design or even credit you. Um, it's still very much ingrained in people subconsciously that design and anything creative is a hobby. Um, uh, and it isn't.
3: F- I, I, now know. <laughs> I could write,
1: I could write a book on red flags from Instagram DMs or emails of like, just don't even bother replying. And then sometimes I send them a meme or I send them a tweet that I've done that's related to them. Just to make the point, it's like, this is not how you approach a a professional. You're not going to approach anyone else like this. So why are you approaching Mm. me like it? I had one Mm. recently. I'm not going to call them out, but for a pretty well-known musician in LA and they were like, oh, we'd love you to do some, we'd love you to do some merch we've got some assets they're really cool assets as well that kind of excited me like you know if i hadn't seen them i would have been like eh, you know I'm, i've got a lot on anyway and uh she kept being like yeah to get this project going let's get on a call straight away and i was like no before i get on a call and mm-hmm. you waste my time or well, it's, it's it's not wasted time but it's time that i could be doing other things that it's like, relate it my that? profession it's me exactly yeah so I haven't got an agent or anything and I was like can you just tell me the budget just tell me the budget what, what are you working with here because then we know if we're, on this, we're in a parallel here we know if we're going to work together or not ignored the first email oh the the artist actually she she wants to have a chat with you uh, can you do Wednesday and I was like yes I could do it but can you just tell me the budget nothing so I wrote a tweet about that being like why is this some like weird cryptic thing where i have to jump through so many i can't remember what i said but mm. just tell me the budget and it yeah. doesn't waste so much time and i just sent her that tweet and that was it and
0: <laughs> yeah i getting to the point now where it's like yeah. i'm just
1: fed up of people just expecting me to bend over backwards for for artists it's like i think i saw something earlier on twitter that was like Art, uh, you know musicians need to stop expecting artists to bend over backwards and it's a privilege to work with them because they're a musician mm, it's like actually i create this art that makes you look good yeah you're you're and i don't want this to sound big-headed here but yeah your music's great and you, you've got a good craft but no one's going to click on your fucking song unless you've got really good artwork and you've got good promo behind it so mm. <laughs> you need me as much as i need you so start respecting me a little bit there's a bit of yeah. sass in my voice, Zach. No, that's
2: but I think you've okay. probably had a
1: lot of. I me, mean, you. How many
2: years deep are you again? Like in terms of just doing four and a this, half. Yeah, you know, I you know you'd like in those four and a half years, you pulled down a lot of projects where you've had those times, and you you've had to learn from them because they were they put you through. A lot of hurdles and a lot of you know, even things like music labels taking about a month to pay you to even enroll you. Um, Mm -hmm. You've had that happen so many times where you it it can only happen so much when you start realizing this isn't just a me thing. This is just a thing, and it starts becoming just normalized, doesn't it? That that level of uh, incompetence and
3: yeah, yeah just just for it, anyone yeah. out
1: there just for anyone out there quickly with with labels it's an absolute myth that they have this 30 day thing because the minute that you say oh, I'm withholding the assets mm. ooh, they can quickly pay you instantly so yeah um yeah anyone out there that's actually struggling with that it's an absolute myth and just threaten to not give them the work yeah and that's not just
0: labels i've worked with just as a freelancer for bigger agencies and studios so stuff for hollywood and and stuff Mm -hmm. for just uh you know branding or dtc anything like that and they're always uh they have a big accounting team they're always oh we're net 30 or whatever net 45 (laughs) like and i'm just like nah like net give me this shit like tomorrow and we'll figure it out And then they do, but if they're, if they're cool enough, I say, all right. And then they usually get in a few days and I'm like, all right, cool. Now I know I don't have to like Mm. be a a dick or whatever and like come Uh, after them. But I think too, like with this whole pricing stuff is there's either a, a lot of people are either, um, Like, they don't have the knowledge or the experience or, like, they haven't done enough, uh, I guess, negotiating or anything like that. Mm. Or there's some resources online, but I feel like some of the resources online are uh, so, like, not realistic in the sense. Like, it's either, like, oh, do shit for free or it's, like, someone (laughs) like Chris Doe being, like, don't even talk to the client unless they have 50K or whatever. I feel like like
1: he's a meme now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No offense if you ever watch this Chris Doe, but, like fucking hell your pricing range sometimes is extortionate
0: i wanted to ask you both about because we were talking a little bit about pricing and stuff and you both work in the music industry it seems like mainly or at least that's a bulk of your client work and have you seen uh, a lot of changes recently since everything's kind of been less restrictive and opening up since we last chatted we were in like full-blown like nothing mm. you know what's going on
1: hmm mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, Harry, if you want to go first, I talk no, Yeah,
2: Yeah, Last day. um,
1: uh, see, I
2: had a weird thing. My, my perspective is a little bit different because my first freelancing year was only February last year. So like mm-hmm. I only had last year as a measure, but I I've definitely seen there was no, there was virtually no inquiries for me last year. It was all just people that already knew me, but there was a definite step up. I think, I honestly say it's this calendar year, like since this January, I've definitely seen a lot more art, like not more management and artists going through my emails and stuff, and yeah. hitting me up and things. Um, And even and then, yeah, financially for me, like that was then a big boost because then I had things randomly putted in with last year I didn't. So my perspective on it was probably a lot more exaggerated than it exaggerated than it is, um, but. Yeah. Like I definitely felt a sense of things opening back up again. I mean, it's yeah. still technically a pandemic. Um, it just kind of depends on how well your country or areas dealt with it has done it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, festivals are being back. I've been back to quite a few now and it seems to be a normal, but I think it's a different one. I think there's a lot of new bits of tech and stuff. So I think that's influenced, maybe managements and companies pulling the trigger on projects, having budgets of things, especially festivals and stuff like that. Like, they even had, they didn't even have a download festival this year. It was just a pilot because the proper one's next year. So yeah. They're still testing orders even today. Um, and I still think we're probably feeling the sense of that. I still don't think everyone's probably back up to a hundred percent. Um, even just locally as in proverbially locally in the world where we are. Um, um But I think just the world itself is still in the motions of coming back to this realization that this virus is kind of here to stay to some degree and dealing with that. And I think project wise, yeah, I think it's reflected that still.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do think, um, yeah, now that things are starting to open up, I guess there is more work coming in. I'm, I guess I'm fortunate. In a sense, throughout the pandemic, I've had my two best years financially somehow, um, which not a lot of people can say. So I'm, I'm very like counting my lucky stars with that. But I have noticed since NFTs are come around, and it sounds like probably the consensus from everybody in watching this is like Dan really fucking doesn't like NFTs. I don't. I, you know, I like I'm all for it, and I want to do it. But it seems like since then, I don't know. With the music industry, especially, I've had a lot of emails where they've seen promising for the projects, and then all of a sudden, you find out the budget, and you have to really push them for it, and they've got absolutely nothing. And mm. I have to explain to them like this is, this is ridiculous. Like $150 for a hundred and fifty dollars for for some merch. Like, do you know how much work goes into it? And not even, not even just designing it itself, but you know, concepting it, and then you know having to go back and forward to think is that going to work then you have to do print tests on it um mm-hmm. to see the sizing like that's what i do it's a lot of people i can imagine just you know upload it onto a to a mock-up and stuff but for example with this recent north collection i've done a, a collection of six designs and it's taken me three months to just go through and make sure they're right and try all these different graphics and make sure it looks different and yeah printing out stuff and putting it with pins into parts of the the garment and then, like, taking photos to see how it looks. That's a lot of what the work goes into. It's not just a mock-up. So, yeah, I mean, I'm lucky that I've had a couple of really good clients this year that have paid me well, but I'd say about 70% of the emails that I get through, the budgets are shocking, and they're well-known verified artists under labels. They just don't appreciate the... The value of advertising the, the album artwork and, and the merch and yeah if, if if any any people out there are listening to this right now you really need to up your budgets because you're going to not have anybody work for you at all or you're going to get what it actually does is it gets people that don't really know what they're doing enabling these sort of prices and then it just fucks over everyone else that's actually trying to make a good living out of this um
0: mm-hmm.
1: That's what it does it just becomes a rat race
0: and then you'll get blacklisted too i mean i always have people on discord being like look at this asshole like don't work with them like it, it's going to be known if you're if you're treating people bad you know it'll yeah. get around oh
1: for sure i mean i actually haven't really looked at the discord that me and harry set up for a while because i <laughs> i find it so overwhelming like I, I find it i find it hard just like coping with instagram but every time i have a little peep in i'm like there is a list of Uh, clients don't work with this person don't work with this person i could write a book on how many people not to work with like (laughs) it's ridiculous so yeah there there, there needs there needs to be some sort of change of appreciation for at least the financial part of um music design because it's i've noticed it decrease in value over the last year
0: with the uh, with all the clients and and stuff like this happening and i know you said is that do you think that may be a factor that is um i guess maybe softening you up a little bit more to the idea of like nfts and alternative ways yeah, to for sure, man. make I, money
1: I, I don't like i joked earlier i don't know if i got cut off but no <laughs> i'll do an nft series somehow sell it for a lot of money i'm gone you won't see any more pace i'll be yeah. i'll be in japan no somewhere. one's gonna
0: buy it then if you say that because they no, want you around right, <laughs> but
1: part of me wants to do that like it just seems that's where the money is and 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 what i will say is like don't do nfts just because you're looking for a quick cash grab because collectors can see right through that and also as well i don't think when you actually create whatever genesis or you know genesis series or any nft series for that matter if 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 you're doing it with the intention of money, I think like with anything, if you're doing it just to make money, you're not gonna see the best work, I don't think. You got yeah. to do it from a passion point of view, which sometimes is hard if you're in a badly financial situation. Like I've seen people on Twitter be like, <laughs> and Harry, you've probably seen this, and Jesse, you've probably seen this too, <laughs> where people have been like, I was I was homeless and I had a dog with three legs and I sold an NFT and now my life has changed. I mean, that's been dramatic,
0: yeah. but <laughs> in front of the bends and shit yeah like. yeah, yeah like
1: people really going from one extreme to the other because of mm-hmm. nfts and yeah i think that is like the most eye-opening thing and the most luxurious part of nfts that makes people want to do it
0: i think the, of the issue that i see with it right now not from the moral or like T- uh, technical aspect like there's tons of things you can talk about with the environment and whatnot but I noticed like I saw someone tweet about it I I can't remember who it is I'll throw it up if, if I find it but they said the problem with the community right now is the people that are dictating like what's good and what's cool like don't have good taste so everyone's mm. gravitating to making just like stupid like internet like astronaut like bullshit and whatever because that's what the people are buying because someone said like, this This is cool, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I know tons of uh, designers who are my favorite and I think, you know, 10 times better than some of the biggest NFT people and they haven't yeah. sold anything. So do it's kind of weird. Do you think weird. it
1: resembles a little bit like, um, like Harry said earlier, sneaker culture, or like um, hypebeast culture with clothing? Because I, I, I can comfortably say right now that Supreme is dog shit. And so is mm-hmm. like Bored ape and off white. They're clothing, ape, yeah, yeah, babe Off-White. and Bored ape. Yeah, off off white clothing fucking sucks. Like the 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 actual quality of the garments and the prints aren't that good. It's just hype. Yeah, I
0: feel like off white's like performance art. I'm like, what can we get people to buy? That's not actually. Yeah, like cool. I think they
1: really do take the piss. Like there was that t-shirt that I saw. It was like. Um, it was like a tuxedo graphic that looked like it done. On, it was done on paint on the front. And it's like who fucking signed that off? They must have been having an absolute joke in the boardroom yeah. meeting when they were signing off that collection. They were like, "We reckon we can sell this many," and they probably had bets because there's no way anybody you would taste would buy that. And mm-hmm. maybe that's the same with NFTs. Like that. Maybe it's yeah. the same with NFTs. Like, I I think the crypto punks are kind of cool. They are kind of cool like I, i've come around to them even though they are pixels right and anyone would be like oh i could make that but it is the idea behind it but these bored ape things they're clapped they don't look good some of them anyway and i just don't understand how anybody in their right mind would pay you know a quarter of a million for that i it doesn't make yeah. any sense when you see artwork out there i don't mean i've got a guy here that works in the in the in our studio he's a photographer and he's gonna go into the nft space his photos are stupidly good he goes out into like he just recently went to italy and he's been to kenya and some of the photos he takes are incredible and he wants to sell them as nfts i I bet you they won't sell anywhere near as high as what some of these you know yeah and i feel like people want
0: you to like animate them and shit so it's like kind of weird what is that um let's see is that a Will? Is that who that is or No else? Will
1: we'll will, will be going into NFTs because he does portrait artwork. This guy here is called Elliot Simpson and he just does oh, really cool. cool landscape photography. I just wanna
0: let it be known. Someone can check yeah, it out he's if really, they want he's, to.
1: his works really, really cool. Um
2: What about yeah, you,
0: def- uh Mr. Harry, about this uh how are your I guess some of your overall feelings about this?
2: As in like the um is like the the NFT? I guess everything space and finances.
0: from from if you think it's something you want to engage with more to what you think about the current, I guess, stylistic preferences.
3: Okay. Yeah, I, I
2: completely agree with that down a lot of the sentiments where it, at the moment it currently feels like a game of who's got the 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 comfortable the the coolest thing. And that's only a game you can only play if like like you like you were saying where there's, there's these people that seemingly go, Oh yes, profile things are a cool thing and they have to be cute or generative and that's, what's going to sell. And mm-hmm. I think, I think you kind of touched on this before where I think in any kind of culture, especially in the emerging ones, these things are still getting formed. I mean, I would argue. I mean, Dan, you, I, I you, were my first experience with, with your foundation post digital job last year. I mean, I had no idea what you could buy a t-shirt with like a token. Like, what the yeah. fuck's this. I was like, what the hell is this? Um, and then, you know, you've not, it's not even nine months ago, uh, from, uh, I'd argue from them to what we're seeing now, what we see now. now. True. Um, and I, it, it's like with anything, it will evolve and it, you'll see, you know, like you said, you'll see who's in it for the money to do these kind of like cash grab projects, but you also see people that are, you know, maybe waiting to pull the trigger on the platform, which I feel like I'm in that boat where I'm still, I'm not necessarily on the fence. I'm just waiting because, you know, I, for me, it's like, I'm still waiting for there to be a, a reason for me to do it that, or a, a purpose for it. Like I'm very much, I don't, I try not to do things that are just, um, cool or and like don't have an extra layer to it. Like I remember when the, with the pack band launched the other month, um, there I was like, they're like, I think they brought up the fact that it could be put on a TV and I was like, okay, but why am I putting it on a TV and not just a screen like everyone else? And I was like, okay, well, it's got to have a purpose to be on this old school analog CRTV. Otherwise I might as well just put it on a massive 4k monitor like everyone else. And I was like, okay, well the story is then you, you flick it. has got to look like you're flicking through channels and it's different aesthetics, you know, like a, a news warning and stuff. So like, I'm still, I'm still in the very much a mode of stasis. I, I can, I feel like it's very chaotic and volatile at the moment where it's still yeah. trying to take its shape. And I'm I'm just kind of waiting for when it settles to go, right, that's where I want to be. Then I still feel yeah. like it's very much an evolving, um, being, and I'm just waiting for it to settle and to see where my place is. Cause currently I don't know. Currently I love supporting people. If I had an extra couple of Ethereum and stuff, I would buy all my friends stuff. I just don't right now. Um, yeah. And so and that's the status is where I'm in rare. I, I can see the long-term effects, they're massive. Like who was that um, artist that dropped their album on there and they made more on the NFT sales oh, yeah. I don't
0: know who that, I've yeah. seen yeah. that around, but I don't remember who it was. That was crazy yeah. though. What was this? I, I, see- I feel like I completely yeah. missed this. They did a full-on yeah. album and like, full-on it was rich. like so much money. I don't even know. What, like, NFT? Was,
1: yeah, like so you had, had to you buy listen- the NFT. So the only way you could listen to the album was if you mm-hmm. bought. Oh, wow. Cause yeah. I see a lot of people I mean, do. Because I think Kings of Leon were like one of the first bands to like try that and then they got canceled for it or people tried to cancel it being like, oh, it's ridiculous the environment, all this stuff. But mm. I've noticed with like the open sea stuff when it was, was it the Mechaverse series that came out, everyone's going nuts for like. Oh yeah, they got wrecked. There's loads of like oh. versions,
0: right? Or could you get mm-hmm. the same? I, I was trying to get my head Yeah, well, the next was, yeah. they, they got kind of, uh, everyone talking shit about it because it, uh, it didn't like the floor is like terrible on it, I guess. Like it didn't add up to, they're not worth anything now. Like everyone Anyone? bought these, like they, they, uh, they, um, like they crashed, like the Mecca verse, uh, pr- uh, price, uh, average just crashed and all these people could have sold them when they were in their, no you know, I missed hundreds <laughs> of Ethereum and now they're worth like one or whatever. Wow. Really? Yeah. And they, and it was like kind of a Testament to like, Oh, just because you make a cool generative thing and like hype it up doesn't mean that it's gonna have staying power like a punk or like a, whatever, uh, what's it, called? A, y- a yacht club ape and all that stuff. So I mean, like, I don't know. I I, I feel the same way as Harry, where I almost think like I want to get into it, but I'm also like too embarrassed to like completely turn my life into like telling everyone good morning and being like an <laughs> NFT like shiller twenty oh, four seven, you know. GM. <laughs> Yeah, like you have to be like that, it seems like, to be in the community. Yeah, it's a little bit like
1: a, I'm going to say it right
0: now. It's like a cult. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I think that everyone, the reason the cult energy is bad isn't because, like, if you like NFTs, dope but if you really believe in something you should have a, is enough belief in it to be able to be comfortable with the criticisms like mm. it's like they all don't want to say anything bad because they don't want one of the collectors to read something negative about it and like not buy their stuff like they're always like like even the people that haven't sold anything are just like nfts are changing lives baby like <laughs> <Yeah>. on twitter <laughs> and shit. And like yeah and, like, they haven't done anything though so it's it's just weird like i think it's all like scarcity mindset or something i'm not I, sure I,
1: I, one thing i will say is and this is another shout out it sounds like i've got lots of friends but i probably don't but um <laughs> best served bold dan lymph and two i don't know their names but they work at pitch and they started um interfaces i don't know how you pronounce the first bit wgmi interfaces i don't know if you've seen it and it's all mm, like me yeah. off um internet culture and mm. this is a project which i've like spoken to dan a couple of times he is so busy I, I reckon he's probably sleeping at his desk trying to work with, through all of his stuff i can see the passion in that and i and i you know he had elijah wood in his dms recently frodo baggins the guy that went mm. to mordor had him in his dms being like i can't wait to, to buy some of your nfts like can you imagine that mm. having frodo baggins in your in your dms like that's how crazy this shit is but the reason that people like him are probably able to interact and actually see the stuff is because people can see the passion in it and, and like there's clearly a, a you know dan is a very very well known and um 3D artist he's like one mm-hmm. of the best if you know in this space professionally like the stuff that he Yeah uses these are is dope ridiculous. I'm
0: looking at them right now. They're incredible.
1: His work has always been incredible and and, and the same with the the there are a couple actually that work at pitch I don't know their names. Um, but they create incredible work and it's actually so cool to see that people are really buying into this like they've I think they've grown their Twitter following from I don't know what they're at now last or time 15k or something is it 15k like, yeah. now, last time I looked yeah. like a couple of days ago it was like 11 and a half so yeah. people are really buying into this stuff and I think those are the projects that deserve the credit they deserve to go well they deserve to go to the moon blah mm. blah blah whatever you want to call it and yeah i'm i'm here for projects like that where they clearly care because what you were saying jesse a minute ago it's like oh i don't want to change my life to be one of those people that says good morning to everyone and you know it's a full-time job for them like going onto twitter and interacting with all these people Mm -hmm. they must really fucking care about it if the fact that every single day they're doing this and the fact that dan is ignoring all of my messages right now like he must really care about it that he's not replying to me. So, yeah, he shows a lot of work's going into it. Um and those are the projects that really work like like you said, don't I, I think a lot of people are just pretending to be part of this cult like thing. Yeah. Just so that they can make some money and then you'll never hear from them ever again, which is kind of shady. That's
0: yeah, good. I don't like that there's not enough transparency. I think all these people are giving off the impression that they haven't cashed out any of their Ethereum, like they're in it. Like oh, they're all hodl and me. shit, you know? But Can like, you imagine
1: if people are like, where, actually, you, I just hold the crypt there.
0: Yeah, like you, you're telling hands. me you bought, that, you bought that G-Wagon with like Ethereum, you know? So I don't know. But yeah. I think, yeah, I think the, like the interface thing, I think that is stuff I'm interested in is when it's a mixture of like, there's a bunch of versions, so it's positive for like collecting and like being like, look at mine, but the art's dope. So it's like, mm-hmm. cause when the art's dope, you're buying it almost like, unless it's someone you think you're investing in the individual, you have to have faith that this person's gonna matter. Like, you know, like buying a, a Basquiat or something. Yeah. When you're buying the generative thing, the person can be anyone as long as there's still value in the, like in that community well, or whatever but yeah. wasn't
1: there? Uh, don't don't quote me on this but with the metaverse, i remember actually reading one of the tweets that one of the the people that founded it put out when people were complaining about like the um the raffle that they did and i don't know if it was because he had broken english or anything but the response was just like Fuck you to all those people that have been like <laughs> invested in this project's like journey from start to finish. It's almost like, well, we've made our money now. And the way it was yeah. put, and all the people in the comments were being like, fuck this guy. Like,
0: you know, I don't know. I don't want to say Ooh. anything. No, it's like, no, it's no, 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 no a
1: consensus. It's like, yeah, you, you build this up to make some money. And then the minute it's happened and you get some criticism, it's like, actually, yeah, I don't it's care a, about this. A fans. rug
0: pull or whatever. yeah, you want yeah to call it. It. it's a
1: huge rug pull, isn't it? And I can't imagine that Dan and anybody in it, you know, working on the interfaces thing is going to do that. They really care about the people that are actually invested in this project.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so I guess it's like a little bit like clients, right? You've got to be careful who you work with red flags. and.
2: I mean, and didn't such.
0: you, Harry, you listed yours as like six, 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 right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, <laughs> yeah,
2: Cause again, I, and this is, I, this is the boat that I feel like I'm in now. I feel like an imposter because I've listed three on like, uh, it starts, uh, I feel like I've listed, uh, you know, I listed three on foundation like five months ago. It uh-huh. didn't do anything for it. And it was just because it was like, it felt like a, um, it almost felt From very knee jerk to me, like me doing that. It felt very jerk because I've done it. And they're just there. And like you are saying about like other Dan, is that he, he feels very much in the community. He's almost part of it already. And that you can't really buy that you can't force that you either just are or not you know like yeah um you know, I've got like uh, one of my other friends completely different medium but you know uh, she's like so cool she's really into sort of like very kawaii like kind of froggy like pastel color shit and she made these cushions like last year because she's bored and because she is the people that she sells to and she shares all the memes and puts all that behind the scenes work in she's now garnered like, a, like I think over 7,000 followers on Twitter now. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. uh, her name's peachy's cult, I think is that. And you know, that just shows you that if you are genuinely in the community, it will pay off and it will, it is genuine. Yeah. People can almost smell it and see through it. Like you're saying, like, you know, and I think that's the, that's where I feel like at the moment. I feel like if I were to do it any, anytime soon, it would be a cash grab. I don't feel integrated yet. Um, yeah. You know, I don't, it would feel, dis, it feels disingenuous to me now. That's probably why I've not done any significant. I've left those three up because I, to be honest, I'd almost, I think I've actually forgotten about them. Um, they, they're just up there. I think they were done back in sort of February.
1: We've already um, paid the gas fee to put
0: them up. So the we paid the
2: gas fee, yeah. And yeah, it'd be very, was way less than
0: it. now. So, I mean, yeah. also and like, so yeah, what do you yeah. guys think about, you wrote this in your notes that I was curious, uh, Dan. So obviously we all three have had our different um, gripes and grievances with Instagram and just everything. And you you wrote something about like Twitter popping off and like by that, do you just mean that it seems like everyone's on there now? Yeah, I th-
1: and I think again, Oh, Dan's talking about NFTs again. It comes from that, I think. I think because that community and lots more people are on there. People feel yeah. a bit more friendlier. Yeah. I think um, it just seems. I don't know if I've had any work come for it. I've never. I've not looked at the actual data, but I feel like the engagement is quite fun there. And also as well, mm-hmm. what I what I like about Twitter is like being able to verbalize, not verbalize. Is verbalize the right word? Yeah, Put yeah. my thoughts out there. Vocalize, I mean, it, vocalize, vocalize yeah. my thoughts a bit because I'm I'm quite internal. Sometimes I just keep it all in, but I like being able to speak my mind a bit. And I've found that because a lot of my work is in the metal part of or you know, rock and metal part of, of design, um, I've got a huge passion for it. So I like even just talking about music. And I've noticed mm. that when I talk about stuff that isn't design you know, isn't just my work or it's just about the songs that I like or the new releases or anything related to uh anything in in the genre people won't follow me from it and then on twitter it seems like i gain more of a following because mm-hmm. I, i'm not, that, I'm not yeah. saying that that should yeah, be no. the the, the sole driving aspect of why you should do this to gain a following i don't i not give a shit um it's more a fact that i just feel involved and i feel like i'm i've got a dialogue with people which is nice, yeah, because I'm that's, talking that's about stuff I'm right passionate about, and I think Twitter allows you to do that although I will say with Twitter it does feel a little bit like an echo chamber of a bit of a void sometimes of weird stuff if you if you know the, it's a good thing that you can mute stuff because you know if you get politics or or anything that seemingly negative or like. Not related to actually what you want to be seeing. I know that can be a little bit of a privileged standpoint to be like, I don't want to see this stuff, I just want to see that. Like you, you can't escape um human atrocities and, you know, human rights issues and all these things. But I think that's quite a nice thing with with Twitter. Yeah. Compared to Instagram, where we were talking about mm. reels and stuff, it seems like they're trying to copy TikTok a bit. And like they are force all, yeah. yeah. all these things on you of like influences with their looks and like right. oh look at look at this person from Love Island season three. Look what they're up to now. I don't care. Stop sharing yeah. this to me. But the minute you click on it, you get more your, your whole feed yeah. is full of them. I've got you know Tommy Fury on yeah. my on my Instagram. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about him. <laughs> I don't yeah. care. Why am I Twitter, seeing Tommy Fury that. every day?
0: i like how twitter like yeah it's more personal in the sense that you get to actually like there's these designers i follow and then you follow them on twitter and you're like oh damn like they're crazy like the shit they say like (laughs) i didn't even know they like they thought these things for good or bad but it's just cool to see that they're different
2: i like the format of twitter as well like i think i like the fact that you can
0: switching Reed. my battery don't oh, okay. trip on it <laughs> i was
2: very concerned then that's all i, the- <laughs> I not another one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Um yeah like i um i love the fact that you can share other people's shit and it isn't another part of the platform it just is the platform you know like yeah. instagram is very much feed stories and and then with now the feed there's now a fuck ton of reels and stuff with twitter mm. like you're it is just one feed, but it could be a tweet it could be a photo could yeah. be a retweet. I love the fact it very much, you know what it is? And I've, I've wanted to kick, re kickstart this again because I used to have a Tumblr and I got rid of it when they did the whole um, nudity ban and stuff. And I just felt very, <laughs> yeah, I felt yeah. very counterintuitive to what the platform was or is. And now I feel like that could be a home because that also has the element of being able to reshare stuff. Because I feel like Instagram is all very much a curated feed heck I fucking create my feeders or, you know, before I even post something, you know, it's going to be on a black background. You now it's going to be fucking red <laughs> and there's something nice, but also it, like you're saying that it's very contrived. It's very, it's doled up. And then you see that and it done with Twitter. Really? It's like, I'm seeing people post memes and see post photos of themselves. Like heck I do like, yeah, I, do, I don't do that on other platforms. And there's something very, Stripped down, stripped back about it, which I think is quite nice. Um, And there's not really quite another platform like Twitter because it's it's very much a feed that there is no format. There's not an image with a caption. It's just all the same.
3: Yeah, and I think there's
2: there's something about that, and that's probably why it's one of the remaining platforms. Which I feel like has probably grown a lot last year. I don't know if there's any data to see that, but. You know, and it's also one of the last type that still allows you to post adult content as well, which is wonderful. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, it feels less precious, too. Like, uh, yeah, I you don't, that. you know, you say something on Twitter, like, no one even remembers the next day that that posted bad or that posted good or, like, for better or for worse, it doesn't have as much of a lasting effect. Like, you're just like, you say some like crazy shit and you're like, whatever, you know, unless I guess you're like a celebrity and Mm -hmm. someone's going to like dig it up every time. But yeah, like, it feels like less pressure, you know, to perform. And I think it also, yeah, the resharing caters to like creators where you get a few retweets, you get more, you get more, you get more. And it's like, uh, exponential growth. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, made by Motel. He's always Mm -hmm. posting his work on there Yeah, and it's like 10,000 likes and shit. I'm like, Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ. Cause it's just, it just, it just tumbles like a Instagram reshare. It hmm. doesn't, I feel like it's not as important as it's everyone dead. acts. Nah. Like it doesn't do shit, no. you know?
1: It's dead. I mean, nah. no offense to these uh, pages that, you know, reshare art, but your reach is not good anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> it, it really yeah. isn't. I, I, it's sad to see because, you know, I like some of these pages and I know people that run them, but yeah they get less
0: engagement than the posts yeah
1: exactly it's not it's not the same Who's it for now like you were saying about twitter being like a like a collection like tumblr i feel like you get a better idea of someone's personality now and i think clients if they were to see your twitter and see who you are knowing that you're a person like harry uploads all his selfies with us you know his fashion and stuff and then you see memes that you retweet and you're like oh Mm -hmm. actually he's kind of funny or it's like that's a bit of a rogue tweet you get mm. an idea of someone, you build up a collection of, you know, data that actually shows off your personality and who you are. You know, And I, even for like dating profiles, don't look at my Instagram, look at my Twitter, you'll get a better idea of the sort of person I am. Mm. I think that's better actually. And that's maybe why these avatars have taken off because it's like, this is who I am. This is me. Um, whereas Instagram now feels like a little bit like a, a bit of a portfolio site that you curate mm. and then, yeah. You, you leave it for a couple of days and people unfollow you and you're like what's the point
3: I don't know I feel like I've made yeah. that point so many times I'm a little <laughs> bit <laughs> yeah he's no, mad it's like yeah I, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I it,
2: it kind of is, um, it's very bittersweet because I, I think I guess I owe my career to just that single platform really
3: yeah so, Um, um... Sorry, which is kind
2: of, it's horror, it's bittersweet, isn't it? Because you're like, right, yeah, it's not good, it's good to me. No, it's a toxic partner, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you, you kind of like, oh, thank you for all the, uh, all the kind of career the- starting, but, you know, it's time to call it a day, I think. I mean, yeah. my, I know my next steps is, I think I've after the studio, Jesse so but emails, are getting like a, you know, imagine. Yeah. Imagine kind of rather than follow me, you subscribe to my and I'm going to be in your inbox showing my shit, you know, bouncing off to things. Uh, that's something that's probably going to never—it's never, never going to go because people always are going to yeah. have an email. Um, and I just think it's a jump that may be cooler because my—I guess—rough intentions would be to kind of you know, scrap Instagram profile and just have still have Twitter because I think, like I said, it's its own unique thing. And then kickstart the time with keep posting on site, but kind of create your own platform where it's more direct to you. Cause it's not been funny. We feed these platforms. They, they only want to stay for posting a reel or a video. So it makes posting a, reel or a video. Yeah. yeah. And I just think it will happen. It just needs to happen soon. Cause other what, what happens is we all complain about it and we all kind of, but then we're still using it the next day. <laughs> and it's like, It's gonna. It's like a hard thing to like, Mm -hmm. you know, block them. Um, And I'm just waiting for the day that I'm prepped to do that because I can't wait to just jump off it because it's such a troll. It's such a yeah. um, And it's such a lens now because I I barely post videos. I don't do don't do too much animation. I'm very much a still static 2D person. But Instagram is now not a still static 2D platform. It wants to be TikTok. But not being mm-hmm. funny, you're an orange trying to be an apple. Like it isn't going to work because everyone's, everyone wants to taste an orange,
3: yeah. they don't want yeah. an apple.
2: So like you don't, and when that happens, you get this discourse. Cause I think that's where the jump, I've seen accounts that I thought would just had Instagrams and now have Twitters and I've, or they've now got their own little microsite somewhere. And I think it's taking the power back off meta now um yeah and into you know like i mean me and dan don't even whatsapp anymore we use signal because fucking you know data yeah. breaches and stuff fuck you because know, like, like,
3: yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: what's that guy's yeah. name that always talks about uh who's the guy that was like the whistleblower guy that went to rest yeah he's like the yeah. signal uh biggest signal advocate in the world yeah. he's like you gotta get good. on signal good
1: old Snowden. <laughs>
0: yeah I mean I think the Instagram thing it's funny how yeah we all complain about it but then whenever it goes down that's all everyone talks about on the other platforms about how Instagram isn't working so they act Mm. like they don't care but it still has a you know vice grip on our lives and things and Mm. yeah the newsletter I think man like that's, a really that's just cool, tried yeah. and true tested time. Like I know you're doing yours and I'm trying to get it kicked off as well. I've done like three or four, uh, the past oh few goodness. weeks. I've and clicked
2: on the links to get you some data anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, I, I always hear creators, you know, some of the most successful ones, that's all they, that's all they talk about is like own your audience, own your audience. Like if you, a thousand true fans, newsletters, blah, 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 because youtube could go away and you have nothing or instagram or twitter yeah if you have those emails you know you got those emails and you could you could translate them to anything really that is such a good point actually
1: you don't we we rely on these applications so much that they could just turn the lights out one day and you're like Hmm. oh how do i do do?"
0: what meta could just be like man, Instagram sucks now. Like, let's just go to either come to the metaverse or dip out. Cause we're getting rid of Instagram, WhatsApp, whatever, whatever. And then we'll you're be surprised if
1: they did do that one day. Mm. Yeah. Like they, I mean, they banned people's accounts,
2: you know, a lot of sex workers and a lot of kind of people that post like adult content, they just get their entire accounts taken away. And for them, that's their livelihoods, isn't it? You know, you get, you've got a decent following on any platform and it's taken away from you overnight. Like, it's going to do something. And yes, you've argued that, yes, they are a private company and they can dictate their terms and whatnot, but we're in an era now where people assume everyone has internet and they don't. And all of this technology is an assumed, it's still an assumed privilege. It's not accessible yet. Mm. There's still no, you know, national Wi-Fi. like it, it's still privatized, but we just depend so much on it that the thought of not having it, I mean, heck here, we didn't have internet for two weeks and BT only just sent like a router down like 11 working days afterwards. There's nine people in here that have to run their like, you know, independent businesses. They don't give a shit. Like it, it's a case of we're so dependent on these things now that the even thought of getting rid of them shudders you and there. There's a power to yeah. that. There's a power that we don't have for once. Um, and yeah, it's just making one of those changes and steps is a big one. You know, it's, it still be scary. You know, if, when you've got like a nice little following on something, you that you're taking that and going, that's not important. And I'd argue, you know, a lot of your business probably comes from it and it's scary and you're going to then have to solely rely on other ways, but if that's the longevity way, then that's, 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 that's how it's, why it's got to
1: happen, isn't it? Um, Um,
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: Like like you were
1: saying, relying on internet, that bike, a bike, two wheels relies on internet. If I don't have any, if I don't have any 4g, I'm not going home. That's like riding through mud. So. It is ridiculous that everything has been built through this. I mean, you know, Sonos, the um, uh, the speaker system that relies on internet. If you don't have internet, you can't use their speakers. It's great sound, but that's dumb. It is dumb, isn't it? It needs to be more accessible for people that don't have yeah. that privilege. But,
0: yeah, they create problems that are. It's like they create solutions for problems that don't exist. Hmm. Is what a yeah, lot of taking, these companies do.
2: Taking. Um, ports away and then
3: adding them back in three
0: years later. Oh yeah. Yeah they're like, we we got you, like we listened or whatever. And it's like, yeah, you fucking listen. You are buddy
1: Are you gonna get the new MacBook? I mean the, the M1 chip max, whatever. I actually want one. Ridiculous.
0: I'm on I'm on PC, uh but I as much as I'm a I like PC, I will never get a uh, windows laptop fucking ass like yeah should, man, I, I don't I, care what you say I either they don't work razor. well yeah they either don't work well or you have to leave them plugged in or they'll only get charged for like an hour and it's mm. like a nightmare but I'm i do gonna, like the the pc i'm or gonna desktop. make a
1: piece of content for tiktok next year when i start it. i mean this may sound fucking stupid but i'm just gonna say it anyway but i'm gonna get a macbook I, i've been quite <laughs> i've been quite open about how um crap that razor laptop's been for me it's it's plagued me every step of the way every project It's a huge problem that like almost shafts me to the point where what's the point so I'm going to take an axe to it um, I'm going to make some content out of it because that's the only thing it's good for so <laughs> don't buy windows laptops because they're garbage
0: yeah um, the Macbooks is build to be, your own computer yeah, or buy a MacBook pro
1: buy a MacBook pro the new ones because I think they're from what I've seen, anyway, they seem to be the uh, the future for.
0: Yeah, I was like, waiting for the uh, the X because I knew that the M1 was about to get improved or whatever, yeah. and then the specs are pretty wild. But the so is the price tag. I mean, so it
1: looks like you can just go anywhere with that thing, and you can still do crazy work. I mean, the thing for a lot of people, I you know, now that I've adopted 3D, I kind of rely on it on a lot of work. So I want to get the the reassurance that it's gonna be able to work for 3D. Um, I, I've heard yeah. that you can, the render engines, I don't know if Octane is gonna be able to work with Metal yet, I mean, they're, they're talking about it, but um, what do they call it, uh, Redshift, that is compatible oh, okay. with the new Macs, that's game changing. So wow. you can mm-hmm. then take your you know your MacBook, have a better interface for a laptop, better UI, and you can then go and travel and actually work on 3D stuff, which is mad
0: that's I how that. i feel about video like i need to know that i can edit because like you can know can you
1: imagine the render speed? you can, you you take can get down now.
0: yeah like you can get down on like you could you could work your way around uh a photoshop file on uh, some pretty fucked up like computers you know and, yeah. and still get it done but <laughs> if you're trying to render video or I, I don't work in 3d but i know the the graphics like power it takes and it's just like, what's the point? You know, like it's not even. You're not going to. get can't anywhere, even have so. on your
1: lap as a laptop because it's literally burning through your burning through <laughs> yeah. your legs. I've had like third degree burns from having a razor laptop on my lap. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. Mad. We'll see. I, I want to get one, but I don't want to. I don't want to pay for it. So no. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I'll pick uh, the if last one. one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, you I was, got I've, got the, the la- I've got the the last M1 before this late version. So this is that th- the oh, thirteen inch. Now. Is that the thirteen inch? Yeah, I've got, I, I always get the smallest, but best because yeah, so. I've got a monitor. So um,
3: and is it good? Yeah. Okay. Right.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've never. I can render it's like artifact stuff really well. Um, Cool. Uh, Yeah, how like does I, it handle really red? Problem.
3: It's all right. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so
2: red, fine. Honestly, yeah. I, I, you know, we, we. <laughs> We Jess, but like when those slip mats arrived, I was like, right, if that red doesn't, <laughs> pr- if that prints out it looks like in brown, I'm sending them back. Yeah. And they actually were vibrant as hell. Like that's my measure. Like that's why I always have it with black because it's got to be lighter. Otherwise, um, it, you know, you it, could it, rise it shouldn't print be them. dark. Yes, that's, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know I, how I, you
1: could rise print a print a slip mat. I mean, that, that sounds yeah. like an impossible challenge, but you should yeah. do rhizoprints man because you could you could mix a red and a pink and it would create your orangey orangey red yeah perfectly
0: is nice. the slip mat um yeah yeah on his website check it out mm. Harry vincent slip mat but quick plug but, but yeah, after that it. the uh, is it just like a screen print or what what, what no it's like
3: use? a um
2: i think it's like a, they called it like a, a dye sublimation so like it's on like a felt so it's just like a thick felt oh and
0: okay it's
2: pressed in and uh, they, it's like a really good job. Um, but yeah, like I only got like 20 of them done cause I was like, That's a bit of a niche, niche product. Wow. Um, yeah. Like it, the red pops. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was pretty good, but yeah, like, um, I enjoy, I enjoy doing stuff, making like products and shit. I mean, my, I guess always my core thing that I keep, I keep avoiding. It's like a, um, it's like an element in the room for me where, it's like I know I want to make proper clothing. Like I still remember when I got that post digital top last year, mate. And um, Thank like you. fuck, fuck the fucking yeah. the print's like thick. I've washed it loads of times. It hasn't bunched. The fit of the top's nice. The packaging was all cool. And I'm like, right, right. why am I fucking around doing with all these, you know, these print on demand campaigns of tops that I wouldn't even wear. Yeah. So I'm sorry to everyone that's bought one, but I, I don't like wearing t-shirts. I don't like cream tops in that capacity. Like they're just Gildan things
3: With yeah. my
2: stuff on. It felt very much just...
1: Uh, how on, do these companies still... Do the thing? How, do, how do Gildan still have business? Like recently I went on a little bit of a venture and I, I won't bore you guys. It was too much, but I'm really into the uh, like old 90s, 2000s, uh, like um, band single t-shirts. stitch? Band mm. t-shirts. Like yeah, Slip single mark, stitch. Corn, shit. Uh, System of a Down. I've been like in the market, Sepulchre, all, all these bands, I'm looking for them. And then I bought a couple thinking like, oh, these look sick in the photos. They turn mm. up and they're on Gildan and it's mm. just the most dog shit quality t-shirt you yeah. can find. And it's like, how just just use a different company i used um los angeles apparel mm. Mm. the quality is insane like yeah everybody has billboards everywhere out here yeah because the quality is insane but yeah i don't i don't know how Gildan still has a living yeah know.
0: all the all the rappers buy up all the good metal shirts they're all gone off ebay and all the <laughs> yeah resale side, so. and they
2: make masks out of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: I mean, and shit. <laughs> I, 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 don't even. I. That's why I do. It's not very convenient and it's not very fun to do all the processing and packaging. But that's why all of my print stuff, I, I do it myself and make sure I'm mm. the one delivering it because good quality. Check. If I fuck shit up and you get it and it's my fault, like okay, whatever. Like I'll, I'll try to, to do something about it. But I don't want to trust that some factory is gonna you know not roll it up and it'd be all like crinkled or they're not, not like care. print it wrong and they're, they're just gonna they don't even know if they're doing it wrong even if they are you know they're just they look at, they look at it and it's out so mm. i feel you like
1: any, have you had any trouble well, with postage and stuff
0: no i haven't but um that's lucky there's this thing a cool tip anyone that wants to ship stuff is uh there's a site called pirate ship pirate ship uh <laughs> They, you type in what it is and it'll tell you how much it costs and stuff and you can print the labels there and they're actually, somehow they give you better prices than the post office really? with like, wow, I don't know, cool. they have some kind of
1: well, I'm have to something,
0: that. you know, they're probably stealing all my data or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. like uh, it's cool because um, I was always, like you can see, oh, to go to Harry's, it'll be $15, but to go to, california it's only four dollars so like then i know i need to charge more to ship to harry's or i need to charge more to ship to uh germany or whatever like because uk is definitely the most because it's europe oh, yeah. but then it's not so it's, no, no, it's not more. anymore yeah yeah. Um, yeah
1: not anymore yeah it's because of brec- brexit
0: uh, yeah yeah uh. breakfast dude <laughs> Shit got you but i don't know i think on um one thing that uh I wanted to ask about I think I had wrote it down um where is it oh uh I think the thing that I did like though that I think the whole like collab thing is probably the coolest thing that Instagram has done in and <laughs> probably I don't know yeah like ever that I remember
1: like that. I'm excited yeah
0: <laughs> it's cool to see all the people doing it and like it's even cooler when you see X designer and Y designer and then now that smaller X designer's on Y designer's page yes. and they're getting way more like love that they should deserve, you know? So do I think you think cool. musicians
1: will start doing that? I've seen a couple do it.
0: With with artists, album mm. artists? Yeah. I don't think they will. I think they should. They should. I don't think yeah. they will. I don't know. Maybe. I
2: think I've actually seen a couple today. Um, really? I don't, I, they're not like massive. I can't remember, but they definitely had a check mark. I'll try and dig out who it wants, but I was like... <laughs> whoa that's big like i think because it was just a single image so it might have been a photographer mm. um because i can imagine it gets very difficult if uh you've got like someone's done a typography 3d render then with a right like it i can imagine the you can only be two accounts can't like, you yeah, yeah yeah
0: i think I yeah i think feature. it's
2: just it's good. Too. say when you do like the post about podcasting you can be together i mean heck there's something that i'm of wanting to do and be a lot more like we were saying previously about being a lot more human online, like being a lot more like we are on Twitter and mm-hmm. kind of make it a thing. Um, cause I'm, I'm starting, I've got like five or six people lined up to do it. Um, doing like proper collab posts, like not just, you know, the one with Japan was just kind of cool. Cause I was like, I've always went to, you go, card. let's just do that done. And yep. it was like, exactly. So they use it. But the, I wanted to go a step further and like you were saying how you've got like, like one designer that's maybe got a bigger following, whatever. And like you're championing like smaller, but known less, uh, but like mm-hmm. better artists, that's a good way of going. It's like an equal thing. Um, and it's weird how that's come about cause I was like, oh, that's perfect. Cause it's exactly what I'd like to do where instead of just doing the typical collab and you get like an image. It's it's a bit more that, like, you know, it maybe the the other person gets an item on their shop and it's just gone through and it's probably clever for posters. like take snippets of like a video call, some like actual behind the scenes stuff, just lengthen it out because I think although we although we've reels have kind of fucked our lives up, the origin of the origin of reels, I think, which is TikTok and and stories, I think that is where you can then do the the very long term uh, movement of people seeing that this shit takes time. It takes skill mm. and effort. Yeah. You know, when I look at Will's when I look at Will's stories, I'm like, shit in hell, the dude's only spent like a couple of hours, but he's just done this bit of an eye that's taken him long. He's not even done the resin or put the florets of like algae and shit on top. Oh, that's so much to right me, into
1: stuff, yeah. man.
2: That's wicked, isn't it? And that to me, like. That is showing the general public. And I think there has been this disassociation up until recently where people see an artwork that like, oh, that's cool scroll or whatever. Then they see that and they go, oh shit, that dude spent like 20 hours on this. They don't, there's this disconnect, isn't there? Where like they would never have thought of that before, but now they do. And that to me has kept the potential to be a bigger cultural shift between people just like you were saying earlier, where not valuing people's skill or time or um effort and that they put into their work. People going, Oh shit, that thing they did, they didn't just, you know, do a Rothko and just splashed it all and it like maybe means nothing. There's no skill into it. Like people can finally see the craft behind it. And I think that may be a, a good thing to utilize. It might be a maybe good like thing. Maybe like a dark yeah. horse.
1: It might be a good thing for clients to see, you know.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Like so that. if they
2: see you fucking around with your you know yeah like your what is it the death S- defying
1: yeah well i was doing syringe stuff yeah syringe with with water and liquids and stuff and then like scanning printing like they they, they were an amazing client which i will continue to have because i was really transparent with them and being like this is going to take this long i want to try this and they were like really cool every step of the way I think a lot yeah. of people, a lot of clients don't have that patience. They just see it as a service, yeah. right? So they want it yeah. instantly. Um, hey, when are you getting this over to me? Oh, well, I want it today. If you, yeah, maybe, I think you're right, man. That's a really good point that if people start doing these reels showing behind the scenes of like, every, like all these bits of work, they're starting to get an idea of like, oh my God, how much work's gone into this? Like,
3: mm-hmm.
1: the, the, <laughs> to bring it up again, the Obsidian artwork, even just mm. the the typography that I've done for it, that might look like any normal piece of typography I've done, I can genuinely, genuinely say it's taken three months to get the word mark right. Like I've I've, I've tried so many different things because just it hasn't been right. Like in the first mm. few stages, needed a week, needed another week to really think about it, and people don't see that. They they just think, oh, yeah. that's, what typeface is that? It's like no, I've drawn <laughs> I've, I've drawn yeah, this I've drawn <laughs> hundreds of times to make sure it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that'd be an amazing shift for people to start actually realizing that our our craft is just so much time that goes into it.
0: I think it's gonna be cool. I, I I know we chatted a little bit about it and I'm stoked to see whatever else you end up working with with the other people and documenting it. And mm. yeah, like I I had that real idea of the sh- Shining poster, and yeah. um, I, I literally, went nuts, man, yeah, it did go nuts. The actual post went nuts, which is which felt good because it like gave 10, me like 10,000 uh, likes, right? Or yeah, like five or something, but that's still a lot for, for me. And I, I thought yeah. that it felt good because it was a normal post, so it's like at least they have sometimes it works, you know, or whatever. But uh, my point was, I had like literally like hu- not hundreds, but 10, 20 comments, like you could do that in Photoshop, and I'm just like, fuck, and how, like, mm. I know. So if you did, like, if you would've
2: done it. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, do you think that I don't know how to mask out a fucking image, or do you think that, I'd, like, people always wanted to, like, I don't know, like, they're, that's the problem I have with some other people is, like, that when you show process, they tell you why you didn't do it the right way, and it's like kind of an expert, annoying, right? you know? Yeah, But they and haven't done like, it. They
1: never came up with that idea yeah. or, or process or even think yeah. to upload a reel. Or, they're just sitting behind their computers doing nothing. So
0: it's just yeah. trolls. And it sucks cause like you try not to let them bother you, but then you click on their uh, <laughs> thing and they either have no posts or they're private. So you don't even get to yeah. like roast them back you don't even cause get to they don't, don't have anything them, to show yeah. for it. You know, they're just playing. Yeah. Like, I think like, Tyler creator
1: did it, put it well, it's like, I know cyberbullying is a it's a real thing but he's like I think his tweet was like just turn the computer off yeah you don't have to see it you don't have to engage Mm -hmm. with it just turn it off and it's so true people forget that
0: yeah yeah I I realized like the best thing you can do is uh I either reply and try to like ratio them so they feel like they they didn't think they were gonna get noticed and they're like, what the hell, you know, like if you're, then your comment will get a lot of likes back to them. yeah Or I delete it, then they're like, fuck. Or you just don't do anything and they're just like, damn it. The only way that you can like, yeah, the only way you like (laughs) quote unquote like lose is if you like give them some kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, like you're right, I could have done it in in Photoshop or whatever just do your thing i think everyone should like i always respected um uh cal lauren on instagram they were always talking about like why is all this like unsolicited criticism and they had it a lot with like uh like i guess gendering of it like uh Mm -hmm. got a guy's like trying to mansplain um you know common things like kerning and whatever and uh (laughs) But it's not just a mansplaining it's just like a designer explaining like it's yeah, like it's we, we, we it. all know what like most things you don't need to tell someone why something is aware i'm guilty yeah. of doing
1: that once but that was because i was so outraged at the kerning just <laughs> it didn't feel possible i felt like i felt like it was done on purpose but yeah i know what you mean it's it's the same process
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, well, i saw least, that thing but- you had uh, recently harry so we were in the discord uh maybe a few weeks ago and this guy made some kind of art about some with some uh uh, shrine or like something that was important to some kind of culture or religion and i guess they designed it in a way that wasn't flattering to this viewer and they were like that's sacrilegious like you better not do that and then me and uh, Caroline were like, "Wait till they see Harry's page, you know, like they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna be pissed." Yeah. And then recently, I, I, you had that comment. Yeah,
2: right? I did, yeah. Well, and I, I, you know what? I kind of wish there were more, like, or I, I wish there were more of each end, you know, like
3: because
2: mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm not doing anything if no one's talking, if neither you, you're either not talking about it. You think, oh, that's kind of cool, and like it, and just leave. Yeah. Like, I'd like to think that. Yeah, like, yeah, like I think Dan, you probably have it. We're like the second you drop something, you know, everyone's going, oh, that's it because uh, you've got that audience and you've, you've almost either subconsciously or not, you've got it chiseled down. And there's a people you have an audience not following, you know, there's a difference like we were saying earlier and yeah. that's has very important because yeah, you could grow followers, but are you growing people that you're actually like connecting with? You know, and I think to have comments like that, I think, a a good thing. Like if I'm not pissing off you off or you're not loving (laughs) it, what, why am I, why am I here? And and I, it was, again, people are allowed their opinions, but because of the internet and people are now like the protagonist of their life way more than ever, you can block unfollowed people,
3: you can create your whole life,
2: can't you? And so with that comes a sense of like we're saying, just like, Why am I seeing this? I've not chosen to see this, but you have. You followed me, or you've looked Mm for a hashtag or something. You, you. A lot of what you do online is very much now in your control. Yeah. Uh, And I think that needs to be used. But I think that was. uh, You know what? I kind of liked it. I was like, you know what? For once, I've got some interaction. I'd rather have that than no one comment anything or just a heart. You know, Mm -hmm. you're just going to comment a heart. I'll just comment a flaming heart back, and then we're done. Um, yeah, that to me was like a genuine <laughs> yeah, engagement and I want more. Yeah, I want, what it has to be the famous one, of course, but yeah, like yeah. I want more of those. Cause it's like, yeah, you're, you're, you're touching upon it. It should piss you off if I've, if I'm using Mary in a just way. it's cause I know that I know that, you know, that I know that you're, it's going to piss you off. And I <laughs> think that's a much better way of doing, I guess, being more the artist. I think I've always struggled. I've put, but I put both in my bio, but. I guess I design a lot, but then my own work is very much driven from internally. Cause to me, religion has a lot to answer for, and it has a lot to, um, you know, people use it to do a lot of bad shit and do, it's almost a, a get out card, isn't it? A lot of the time. It's, it's an excuse, like,
1: it's an excuse to slaughter animals.
2: Mm,
3: you know, no, that's wow. my
2: fucking love rage, you know, like killing in the name of, and it's, yeah, it, it's yeah. deliberately an incomplete sentence because Killing in the name of fucking anything is just wrong. Cause course and, it is. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. vegan electric car here. So yeah, like uh, it's just. I think it's good to have that, you know, either end. I think it's you're not doing anything right, you know, if you're doing either, if you don't have either, you know, like I, like I said, people light up your comments then when you post something it's like mm-hmm. sick, you've got this nice bubble, and I'd like to think that I'm getting somewhere towards having that. Um, I know, uh, I know what you mean there, about yeah. like,
1: that engagement of like something interesting to have a conversation about. Because I'm, I'm just looking mm-hmm. at my feed now, and um, yeah, like I've I've gained a lot of friends through people who've just been like re- religiously commenting on my stuff, which is sick. But then one comment, like a negative comment, stood out to me yesterday, where a guy goes, "I use that same stock photo. Thanks for pointing out that I've used a stock photo here. Like you're trying to like decredit what I've done." Yeah, but that one comment will stick in my mind because it's like, oh, for fuck's yeah. sake! Like, just—I've <laughs> put two stock images together. I've manipulated them to make it look very different. But
3: yeah, like
1: maybe the budget didn't allocate me to go into 3D and work yeah. tirelessly for like a week
0: to yeah. to create those hands. You know i mean but like i like when i see a stock photo and i'm like i know that guy yeah like, you yeah, yeah. see him everywhere a, flash, yeah.
1: yeah it's a free it's a free Nothing
2: source else. there's a free source yeah. for anyone to use right yeah. so well, i love i love free
1: stuff
2: like again yeah i mean i think um uh he's gonna hate me for saying this but nikog sent me this absolutely banging notion dashboard. oh yeah 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 it's uh, good Oh, it's just <laughs> phenomenal. Um, yeah, hell they've also yeah. done the free resource thing. Like mm-hmm. I downloaded that the other day and I was like, this is sick. And heck that's why I did that when I posted my contract, which is also secret Dan, Dan's as well, <laughs> cause I asked, yeah. I remember when was it? I was like, Dan, do
1: you have do you mind if i just use your paperwork i'd like to see yeah, well, i don't know what paperwork of is. so yeah so it's like it's a, all recycled a, man like i train. took that that, that yeah. was that was a, a modification of uh of dan's best Bold's. so it's like oh so it's like we're, pass, train, yeah. we're passing That's on good. the flame yeah, it, yeah. it's That's just good. being great and then today actually ironically i did share with someone uh the contract your contract they yeah, messaged see, me yeah. i was like i don't have time <laughs> i don't have time to like get my contract out i i'm mm-hmm. under the thumb right now but here's harry's and <laughs> yeah I think quite, that's a good thing yeah what they said was like yeah. oh it's the, the 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 legend that we didn't know we deserved but we've got or you know along those lines it's like yeah like that mm-hmm. free resource that you've created out of your own time has like saved so many people's asses I think,
3: yeah. yeah anytime they ask me I, I
0: share my video and i share harry's um pdf and i'm just like look at it both or look at one whatever just all this shit, like, and it's always like younger people, and they're just like, "Damn, like I didn't even know you had to say like you can only use it for this or." Mm. or you can Especially you Americans, man,
2: you love you guys love work for hire. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I, you, it's like a thing, and I was like, free internet, all around.
0: Yeah, yeah it's crazy. <laughs> I also think uh a thing I want to start including in my contract. Where I think should just be a given but isn't, is that the shit can you don't I don't want to see this on any like NFTs or anything, you know 'Cause yeah, well, like better yeah, to make so calls. much money if you if you sell it.
2: Yeah. Well it's like um, you know, I think COVID last year, this, all these insurance policies now had this massive overhaul of just we have to now account counter because if it happens again, we don't have the excuse that it hasn't happened before. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like with any any good paperwork evolves so Like, um I think that's why I think I, that's why I like the people sharing that stuff. I mean, heck, I think I might even get to the point where, why don't I say how much I charge for shit? Because not being funny, if these, because I think it isn't just because it's like people are inexperienced. Because you, you can be like thirty and get into design, and be inexperienced, right? Um, I think it's important that we're all on this, got this, not necessarily a level playing field, but that everyone has resources to get them up to the same standard. Because that means people stop charging 50 quid for shit. They stop
3: mm-hmm.
2: not having paperwork. They stop getting take advantage of it. And then over time, these labels and companies are going to be thinking shit, I've just had previously, I could take advantage. Because I think inherently, a lot of designers and artworkers and artists are inherently, these systems inherently just take advantage of them. They want stuff for cheap. They want it quick, like you said they don't value it because they know that if you say no they'll just go to someone else that's going to do it cheaper and i think that's the thing that long term is changing and that has multiple facets like nfts like people being open with what we charge and how we do our things because
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know i always just think i wanted that when i started you know and dan was fortunate enough to give me his one like what a lovely thing because i think the other day i looked at it that had about 3000 saves I said, well, Damn, shit. If that's sure. helped, if that's helped, like three thousand people, fucking job done, isn't it? Like, ooh, would that be then that therefore means you now potentially three thousand people that now have paper where they otherwise didn't, or if they did, mm-hmm. it's now better. And I'm gonna update it soon. I've got way. It's evolving like fucking. At the moment, it's currently a. a, a is it? Char- I think it's just a chameleon at the moment. It's gonna get bigger. Oh, like, it's gonna be a charizard soon! Yeah, right? yeah charizard soon. Like, <laughs> um, it's already gone through the Charmander phase. Um,
3: <laughs> but if that the was the wrong way round,
2: I was I was always more of a Yugo person. So if I fucked it up, I apologize. No, it's, it's Charmander, Charizard, yeah,
1: Charizard. Sick. Mate. Yeah, they cool. yeah. yeah. yeah, ain't gonna
2: get that. But yeah, like, I just think it's a good thing. Like, I'm gonna get people to translate it as well. so again, it's be accessible. Um, I like I, I think stuff like that's important, isn't it? Like.
1: Mm-hmm. I like the point you shit. just made about, like, being transparent about your prices because, is it, who, Almar Archive, is his name Chris? Mm, Jack. Like, sorry, Jack. 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 Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. going to hate me for getting that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really remember, a a guest, sure. actually, when he started mm. posting about prices and that, I was so, I was kind of against it. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, stop, stop talking about this stuff because what it, what it then does is like clients see that stuff in it so either off-putting or what it does it will drive the price down of other stuff but i don't know i think there might be something in it because i've noticed that he there's a couple of times where he's asked me hey dan i'm doing a little post about pricing because i want people to start making more money which is great he wants Mm. people to be like you know getting the bag so to speak and there's some times where i said to him like I've reacted to posts that he's put up of people how much they charge and I'm like are you kidding me? Like I've I've done like maybe 20 times the amount of that and mm. I think yeah maybe it is important that people like us are like being transparent about how much money is in some of the stuff because that way as well it, it makes these bigger clients accountable for that having to fork mm. up that, the right amount of money Um yeah yeah, I think I think that's a really good point you've made that I think more people should start being a bit more open. It it's the same though like when you're in a in an agency or in a job or any any job for that matter like talking about your salary is mm. deemed taboo.
3: Mm. Uh, I remember mm. in my agency yeah. it
1: was like there was a bit of a discrepancy I think with like female paid junior designers and male like there was a slight gender pay gap there. I don't even know if it was like down to just being um, like a walkover or like agreeable, right? Being agreeable in that situation when you negotiate the price for your salary. But yeah, like why why is it taboo to talk about these things? Like you see on job ads as well, especially in a design career, um, salary undisclosed. Tell me the salary. I'm not gonna apply for the job if you're not, because what that, that then tells yeah. you is that they've got money but in fact, what they'll do is they'll ask you how much you want and then they'll like find a figure when in fact, what they should be doing is telling you the salary up front. I think that, yeah, that needs or to change. they'll say,
0: uh, a, uh, above market compensation or something. Yeah. Like industry like, What's the fucking market though? Yeah. You know? Like, it could I don't be know where. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like too, when they, when the pressure gets put on you, when I had my last job as an employee, I, uh, they were like, how much do you want? And I was, yeah. uh, the price was, the job was three to five years experience or something, which I was not in in terms of like uh, post-college years. So I was like, well, I'm not gonna give them what I think. I'm gonna give them what I think that that experience is because they obviously want to hire me. And I said the amount and I still, and they were like, okay, and then they didn't say anything. So I was like, damn it. Like I probably, wh- where was the limit? You know, I could have probably said maybe not double, but even more. And it's just like, y- you're going to, people are going to probably sell themselves short, especially if they're nervous or yeah. like yeah, but unfamiliar. What, what, what does <laughs>
2: so that, right, my power
1: just gone. Oh <laughs> what, what sort of culture does that create? If you're selling people short that start jobs, because you know, you, you develop friendships, right. With, um, mm-hmm. With people in your in in your working environment, and money will come up, and then when you right. start revealing those those prices or those salaries, in this instance, it's bad. doesn't that create a bit of a discourse? Because you're like, wait a sec, I'm doing more than you.
0: Yeah, I worked at the when I worked at the agency uh, where I was a junior, and we had five juniors, and then we had art directors, and then we had something in between the two that were like. I guess people that used to be juniors that were a little bit higher than me. And Mm -hmm. I always tried to ask them and how much they made because we were getting fucked. And I just wanted to, I was like, I hope that they're not getting as fucked as we are. And I could never like ask them just like, I'd be like, so how is it? Like, is it pretty good? And they'd be like, yeah, it's pretty good. And I'm like, well, like, is it better than before? Like, what's the difference? And they'd be like, a little bit better yeah and i just feel like like i wish i could why can't i just ask you the amount without this it's being like you're so asking him weird. for
1: like the key or the, something to the zodiac circle like yeah it's not that deep yeah. just tell me how yeah. much money you're on so i can aim for something yeah and, and,
0: if, it, and if it's more than me it's not your fault you know no. i'm not gonna be mad at you i just no, it's just know like that.
1: i need to then talk to my boss yeah
0: yeah i think everyone's
1: yeah, it of, voice, out, isn't it? So. of course it
2: does <laughs> is
0: that only it best. only
2: benefits the employers. you know, Oh right? yeah,
0: right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas I think,
2: think in our space, it's almost the opposite. Where we could all would all benefit if again, I'm not saying have a price list because I don't. I just kind of it's case by case basis. But yeah. yeah, like you know, have a be open, be like, well, you know, like you cannot do much like you're saying for $150 because they sell five of those and they make that back. Like
0: yeah, yeah. yeah do the math. You know. Yeah, right. uh, yeah, and people are like, especially like a lot of my freelances. Uh, easy, they're like mostly, I guess I would say branding and identity and logo creation and stuff. Like apart from what I post on Instagram, but it's like this shit's their whole like everything. Like, well, how are you gonna? People charge like I just don't even. I can't even fathom charging less than like even in the thousands for something that's going to be the, that's called an identity, you know, for a reason, like, uh, there's not, like what matters more than other than the infrastructure of like the, the business model, you know? So it's like, I see people charging like a hundred bucks for like a logo for a company. That's about to make all this money as like a, you know, DTC or like a ghost kitchen or something with like no overhead. And I'm like, damn, you would think they could at least, splurge on the marketing or whatever. because they
1: live at home with mum and dad and they didn't have outgoings and then that effect it trickles down and it
0: helps it or it it fucks us
1: they're actually mm. scrounging for
0: money i don't know yeah i think yeah that's like well back to pretty much the beginning of the interview and start our podcast we were talking about how we uh like yeah, like it never feels like stable. Like I could have the best months in a row. And mm-hmm. when I was an employee, I would know I get X amount of dollars a month. So I know where to allocate it. I know I can mm-hmm. invest this. I could save this. I can spend this. Now, every time I have excess money, I just go, well, that's rent for January. That's rent for February. That's <laughs> yeah. rent for this. And like, how far ahead do I feel that I need to get to be like, okay, I can spend money or I could save money or, or whatever. And yeah, I think I don't know if you ever get out of that feeling. Really, like, how much do you need to feel that? Yeah, you're when do good? you
1: get out of that feeling? I'm, I'm, I'm looking to know because <laughs> my anxiety <laughs> yeah, I have is no really idea. fucking grief, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Trying to figure out what I can spend my money on right now because I have no idea. I don't know if I'm going to yeah. get any more work coming in It's the same caliber.
0: Mm-hmm. And then every time you think, like, or for at least for me, and I'm sure for you, it's I've been grateful where you every time you're what the fuck what's going on and then you know you get a client on like the 27th or something and then yeah. it's like it works yeah. out but it i, I want more assurance then it'll work out you know like that's not enough yeah.
1: you know just wing it man like i don't yeah. want to be a pessimist here but i'm just gonna be one the world's gonna end and uh, <laughs> whether that's climate change or whatever it's going to be just going to live your life like life's so short yeah. like just just wing it, do personal work, go and have fun. Like, don't worry too much about, you know, trying to pay your next thing with clients and stuff. It always works itself out if you're passionate, I think, or you've got you know, right. like good intent. That's my That's why I like later. seeing
0: everyone do that stuff. Like, not only you, uh, Dan and Harry, both of you do a lot of uh, personal work and, I guess, art, for for lack of a better word. And I've been trying to do the same. And I think I've also been trying to make it so... Like, I'm not doing NFTs, so that's kind of out of the picture for now, but I'm trying to make it where if I don't have a client, it doesn't matter that month, you know, because no, there's enough be alternative sources of income. And I, I like seeing other people do it. I love seeing a lot more people making videos, streaming, you know, selling things, mm. making Patreon. And it's like, thank yeah, it's God so that cool. we finally yeah. put some damn respect on our name and started <laughs> yeah. selling shit, you know, cause everything's yeah. free and everyone wants free stuff. And it's like, I mean, think of all your favorite stuff. It costs money, you know? Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, ha- speaking of like, you know, patrons and stuff, like how, um, how do you feel you've grown? Like, um, you know, obviously it's been over a year since you started this now, you said, um,
0: I guess like, I wouldn't say I'm satisfied, like financially how it's grown, but no. I think I'm comfortable with the, uh, that it's been linear enough. It hasn't, hmm. I haven't went down. I haven't popped off no. per se or went viral or whatever you want to call hmm. it, but, but yeah. it's been, but you've been, it's been consistent
2: going. as hell. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, I mean, we kind of all know that's how it is. Isn't it? Like you show up every week, you've recorded a new podcast or at least a new video. And that's the only time I tell, especially something like YouTube where like, or those platforms where they're in stasis for a bit and then mm. one, one of the videos and then they just go and watch them all. I mean, heck, that's how I first kind of found you. I saw you, hey, might've been Elliot's one probably. Yeah. And then I was like, ah, and then I watched all the other ones before then. And that's exactly how it works. Um, but you know, it won't, it won't get there because no one sees you smashing out editing a podcast every week, but they'll see you when you pop off. And that's always a shame. Um, Yeah. The
0: one thing I'm proud of is that once that happens, I try to say once to be all like positive, but if or once, whatever it happens, at least I have this shit that's there. I think some people, uh, Pop off almost too quickly for their own good, then they have nothing left. Like, let's say your first video, your first Instagram post, your first whatever goes viral. What else do they have to look at? I'm glad I have a catalog or whatever. Yeah, but, man. So but, it's. you're I mean, don't get me powerful. wrong. I'd love something to to pop off. That's not the, the issue. But as long as you, because I realize like. I'm sure you guys have felt the same. Like you can't you can't influence this stuff. All you can do is create um, input goals, not output goal or output goals, not input goals or whatever. Like you I can't control how many people watch things, how many people like our posts, but I can control how many things I make and how many posts I make and how much videos I do. And as long as I think at the end of the day, like you said with the NFT stuff, like people can see through this shit if you're just doing it like for the sake of you know, mm. I don't know, plow yeah. or, or no. whatever you want to call it. If your yeah.
1: goal is going to be a badly, intended one, a badly intended one, it's never going to work mm-hmm. out. You've got to be really, yeah. you've got to have good intent with anything. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. hard work pays yeah. off, man, always does. And yeah, your podcast yeah. is going to affect everything. It, it? But your podcast is the one that anybody talks about when it comes to design and creative, in my opinion so um, well thank you
0: I hope that's true of course it is
1: (laughs) because you've got some really good guests on here like me and Harry Uh, yeah yeah, of course it's going to pay off it's just perseverance don't give up on it if that's what Mm -hmm. you you believe in your craft right that you're doing the right thing Um,
0: yeah sure yeah, once we get maybe year two anniversary or year three, you know, we'll be all together mm. in the studio recording. another. I mean, yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, no, so, well,
2: no. so. we'll all be these profile characters, won't we? We'll all be yeah, we'll, in we'll, the
1: back.
0: Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll do it we'll do uh, we'll <laughs> we'll be all Yeah, we'll be, we'll be crypto punks and shit.
1: Feet Mark yeah. Zuckerberg.
0: Dan's going to change his mind and just buy all the Bored Apes and just
1: run around with them. Oh, man, I've got better things to spend my money on than <laughs> Bored Apes.
0: But yeah, I, I think... Uh, that's a good good place to end right here. Do you guys have any kind of last words that you want to well, end off on?
3: Mm,
1: subscribe to Jesse's podcast, please. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that's it. That's all I've got to say. The guy puts in the work and yeah, I've had a really mm. good time other than this road mic.
0: Coming yeah, it's in been and fun.
1: Trying to ruin it for everyone. But <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, I hope you had fun. Yeah, it
0: was great it was good I think we had a nice little chat we got a little mm. little cranky at times but it's all good you know? <laughs> we hilarious.
2: gotta complain I think about that's... a few things <laughs> no but like also I think that's probably why this I guess like you're saying it's less formal than the previous one because you've already introduced both of us so it's a bit more right. a we bit be- more raw isn't it we could be some
1: recurring characters maybe a year two anniversary you know yeah
0: yeah we got some drinks for sure you're part of like the cinematic universe now yeah we have have, a special halloween special (laughs) yeah Yeah. for sure i think and uh, if you guys uh to go off on this um if you haven't heard harry vincent episode you can go check that out earlier one as well as dan barkles you can kind of get a taste of them individually and go back on a little bit of that thank you all for listening and thank you harry and dan again for joining me
1: no thanks thanks for letting
2: us thanks for
0: having me and harry of course (laughs) peace out everyone